All right, so here we are, and we are doing this thing, man. It is time for the 2023 competitive season to get underway. It's actually the last day of 2022 right now. It is New Year's Eve, so I'm getting a jump on all you busters that are going to get started on Monday. We are already rolling. We are already up and running. So what I want to do is I want to document this process. So I do plan to get back on stage in 2023. It's been... Uh, well, it's been four years off since I prepped. It's been six since I've been on stage, which I'll get into that here in a couple of a uh, couple of minutes. But I'm gonna try to pop on every week. You know, I've got three small kids, got full time jobs, got F cube, got all these different things going on, and so uh, I'll probably miss a week here and there. But I want to try to stay fairly consistent with kind of the weekly documentation of the journey. And of course, if you want more of a daily documentation of the journey, you can hit me up on the socials, just, you know, uh, Twitter, I'm at jschultzf3, Instagram, I'm also at jschultzf3. So I'm super excited, man. <clears throat> I'm actually feeling pretty healthy for the first time in a very, very long time. And so I woke up this morning and I was like, here we go, man. Like, let's do it. Like, it's a Saturday. And as all my bodybuilding brethren know out there, we always start on Saturdays because the show is always on a Saturday, at least usually on a Saturday. So our weeks always begin on Saturday because, you know, you're 12 weeks out, you're 17 weeks out, or like me right now, I'm like, you know, 47 weeks out or whatever. And so when you start on a Saturday, it just kind of keeps things a bit more feng shui when it comes to the timing of everything. So we're starting today. It's not really my official start date, which I'll talk about that here in just a minute, but it's kind of the unofficial official start date. And you know what's really cool about bodybuilding just in general, which I'm sure I'll share a lot of cool things about bodybuilding uh, along the way and probably some dark things about bodybuilding as well, because for every gimme, there is indeed a gotcha. One of the coolest things about bodybuilding, one of the things I love about it, maybe more than anything else, is I mean I've been I've been competing now for over 20 years. I started when I was 20, and I'm 41 now, so it's been over two decades getting on stage. And the thing that's so cool is it is so reliable, man. It's like clockwork. When you set your mind to a competition, like whether you have a day or whether you have you know a specific event or whatever, once you lock that thing in, man, your motivation just shoots through the roof. Like your just, you know, your determination just reaches like new heights, like heights you maybe hadn't experienced in a while. So I'm definitely feeling that today. It feels really good. It feels really exciting. And I'm like, wow, man, I actually might get back on stage. Plus, I get to beat up on all the old guys in the master's divisions now. So I'm super pumped about that. But anyway, I'm going to document the journey. Here's day number one. As you can see already, we're a couple minutes in. It's going to be very unfiltered. It's not going to be polished. It's just going to be kind of my raw, you know, unfiltered stream of consciousness Thoughts. Like if I start yammering uh, too much, then I'll, I'll cut that out to kind of you know do you guys a solid on that. But for the most part, assuming I stay somewhat on track, it will be very unfiltered and me just kind of you know just kind of talking about what I'm experiencing, what I'm looking forward to, what I'm not looking forward to, what I see on the horizon, all those kinds of things. So, so what I'm looking to do uh, this year is so going back. So some of you might already know this, but just in case you don't, hey, welcome aboard. My name is uh, my name is Jim Schultz. I probably should have mentioned that at the very beginning. If you're, if you're just some random person on the internet, you found me, another random person on the internet, and you're still watching, like, hey, thanks for sticking around. <laughs> My name is Jim Schultz. Hopefully, I'll bring you some value uh, in this, uh, this documentation. But in 2017, so, the, you know, the first half of my bodybuilding career, I started when I was 20, 19, 20. And so that, you know, we're talking about the year 2000-ish, 1999, 2000, 2001 is when I kind of started to take it seriously. Uh, I just continually got crushed on stage, like always finishing last or next to last, like never getting call-outs, never even getting close. I didn't even look like I should be up there, to be honest with you. 
Like, I really just looked like they needed one more guy, and they found me in the crowd. They're like, yo, man, can you do it tonight? Like, we need one more guy to fill this lineup. And that was me. So that was basically the first half of my bodybuilding career because of a, I was just doing a bunch of boneheaded things along the way and just all those kinds of things, right? So that was, like, from 20 to 30, let's say. Well, then, you know, late 20s, early 30s is when I kind of started to figure it out. figure it out. And this is also when... I discovered flexible dieting and I discovered like if it fits your macros, which people don't really call it that anymore. But that's when I kind of discovered this whole new way of thinking about bodybuilding. I mean, up to that point, I was very rigid. I was very like all or nothing. It was very on or off. And it was just a very, very unhealthy relationship that I had with, you know, my own body and my own physique and what I thought it meant to be healthy and food and just training. It was all super unhealthy, right? All just a terrible way. To get started, but it's my story. It's just the way that it was for me. Well, then around late 20s, early 30s, I kind of figured it out and, you know, discovered flexible dieting. And then <clears throat> my placing started to get better. I started to get a whole lot leaner getting on stage. And, you know, it, it was getting more and more uh, fun for me because I was actually doing okay. I was actually not necessarily automatically placing last. There was actually a chance that I wouldn't place last. And so I was like, wow, this is, this is pretty cool. So then when we moved to Chicago for my job at Tasty Trade... I did a competition in 2017, and this was by far and away my best ever showing because I gave myself a lot of time. I put together a lot of the things I learned over the years, and I got the leanest I had ever been. So early in my bodybuilding career, I would very you know routinely uh, hop on stage like in the 190s. I'm 206 right now, and I spent most of my 20s, late teens, like 220, 225. So for me to walk around at 206 is actually quite an accomplishment. It takes a good amount of work. My body doesn't naturally want to be 206. It kind of wants to be like 216 or 226. And so I'm 206 right now, just to give you kind of a, a frame of reference. I would routinely get on stage at like 190 uh, in my the first half of my bodybuilding career, 20, you know, between 20 and 30. And I was just getting hammered. I was getting crushed, which made sense because I looked awful. It made sense because I just, you couldn't even, you couldn't see any muscles on my body, you know, zero. Right. Absolutely none. All just coated in layers and layers of, of fat. And so it was just it was like whatever, you know, but still I was like so fired up. I like loved it. Like I thought like again for me, like my context, you know, being 225 to 190, I'm like, dude, I'm shredded. Like I'm completely shredded. You see those veins in my feet? Like, dude, I am diced to the gills. And so in my head, I was like, this is amazing. Right. But, you know, up against people that were actually they knew what they were doing and whatnot. They knew what actual conditioning looked like. I did not look like I belonged, but I didn't care. It still was very motivating for me. And it was an incredibly positive thing for me and all those things. Well, uh, late 20s, early 30s, I kind of started to turn the page. I started to step on stage in the 180s, like in the low 180s. You know, high 170s. And I was like, okay. Like you could actually see like a tiny little morsel of an ab. Like you could actually see like a tiny little, you know, breadcrumb of a serratus. And I was like, okay. Like, all right. You know, some things are starting to happen, but still very far away from, you know, being competitive in any way, shape, or form. And I'm only 5'7", just so you all know out there. Me and Tom Cruise, we're both 5'7". So... We moved to Chicago. I do this competition in 2017. I gave myself a lot of time. I gave myself a ton of time. And I'll get into maybe that specific show later on because I don't want this to be super, super long. We're already at almost eight minutes. And so I kind of wanted this to be maybe 20, 25 minutes. So uh, I need to be somewhat aware of my own uh, tangential nature in terms of how I like to <laughs> how I like to present content, especially when it's unfiltered and I don't have any guardrails. Like it can get it can get nasty and get really bad really quickly. But anyway, 2017, I gave myself a lot of time, whatever. Stepped down stage at 168. 168, by far and away the leanest I'd ever been. By far and away the leanest I'd ever been. And I actually looked like I belonged. 
And I actually looked like I should be up there. And in fact, I looked, you know, so much like I should be up there that I actually was fortunate enough to win the novice class. Like there were six guys in the novice class. I took first. And then I did two shows back to back. And in the first show in the open class, there were two divisions in the open class. There was like two divisions. Well, not two divisions. There was two like like subclasses or actually two classes within the open division. That's what I'm trying to say. So I was in one class. I was like class A and then there was class B and there was 13 of us total. And in my, in my actual class, I took fourth out of seven, but the guy that I beat in the novice class took second out of six in his, on his side of the ranks. And so out of like 13, I was probably fifth or maybe sixth. And I was like blown away. I was like blown away at the, you know, the performance and what I was able to do and how I looked and just all those kinds of things. I was like, wow, this is crazy what I'm capable of doing. Like, this is really, really cool. It was a whole new, whole new experience for me. Then the following weekend, I did a second show. I did another show. The first show was in Chicago. It was the Windy City Natural back in 2017, put on by the NANBF organization. Great organization. Really love how it was run. Very well organized. It was really awesome. The second weekend, I did an AMBF uh, bodybuilding show, which they're kind of an up-and-coming organization. They don't really have the street cred of a WMBF or an OCB or even an NAMBF or NGA or anything like that. But it was good. I mean, it was fine. It was Kent, Kent Beerly does a great job with those shows. And I went up there, and there were four guys in our open class. I couldn't do novice anymore because I would already won a novice class, so then you're, you're kind of eliminated from competing as a novice uh, anymore. But I took second out of fourth. And the, the, you know, the guy who won my class turned pro. So I almost turned pro. And that was kind of my goal for that year. And so at the time, I, would, I, I did videos called Road to the Pros, which is what I'm going to title these videos too, because A, that was so long ago, and we've all since forgotten. And also B, I didn't turn pro. Like, I didn't make it. So let's try to do it again. Maybe this will be another Road to the Pros. Maybe this will be a different Road to the Pros. I'm not sure exactly how I'll title it, but it'll probably be something around the RTP kind of uh, label there but I took second and so that season was amazing it was amazing it was incredible like I was like wow I'm capable of you know maybe actually doing what I've wanted to do for so long which is turn pro well then 2019 came around and I won't get into this right now we'll talk about this later on um but long story short because I want to get into some specific things about this show but I want to give you guys some context like if you guys are you know just finding me you know this is kind of important stuff and it'll pave the way forward and even if you've been following me for a while you may not know these specific things and you know if you're tuning into this type of content that's super unfiltered and super stream of consciousness which I kind of put out there early on then this is what you're signing up for I always say you've got to know what you sign up for this is what you're signing up for well, 2019, I actually got a bit leaner than I was in 2017. I actually dipped uh, dipped down to 167 at one point. And just looking at the physique shots and looking at the kind of the transformation photos and side-by-side side and stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, I was obviously leaner. I was obviously leaner in 2019. Not only from the photos, but here's, here's another funny little thing. So the night before the show in 2019... I'm getting all dream tanned up and you know my wife is helping me and whatever. And I mean, I'm ready to go. Like I'm doing the show, like, let's go, let's do it. Thinking there's a chance I might turn pro, but I still felt like I was off a little bit. But either way, I put on my old trunks from 2017, just assuming they would fit. I just assumed they would fit. I had these burgundy trunks. I probably still have them somewhere in the house. Uh, bodybuilders don't get rid of trunks, so I guarantee I have them somewhere in the house. I put them on though, and they were loose. I put them on and they were like falling off my waist. Because I was considerably leaner than I was in 2017. So even though the scale only showed a one pound differential, my trunks didn't even fit. Now, it ended up not mattering because my son was so sick. 
that in literally the final moments before the show, like late that night, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't leave him. He was so sick. We later learned that both him and I had COVID at that time. This was November of 2019. I think I'm patient zero. Like, I think I'm the reason why we had COVID uh, in, in the West, like in the United States of America and Canada and basically this whole kind of hemisphere of the uh, of, of the world. I'm probably responsible for COVID. I don't know anybody who had COVID earlier than me. I'm sure there might be a couple people, but I very well could be the reason why we had COVID. It wasn't a lab leak. It wasn't some bat in some, you know, whatever. It was me. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, please accept, you know, my apologies. But we, we later learned we both had COVID, and he had like a uh, – like this really nasty rash on his back and all that kind of stuff. So I couldn't do it. I had to, I had to withdraw from the show. And so that was 2019. That was the last time that I, you know, tried to step on stage. And now we moved to Florida. We moved to Florida in the middle of 2020. And uh, I had every I had every reason to, uh, to, to get it on stage in 2021. But I tore my meniscus in my right knee uh, in January of 21. So that basically, I, you know, I had surgery later that year in July. So 21 was out. January 22 comes around. I hurt my shoulder uh, pretty significantly. And then midway through 22, which was just a few months ago, I broke my toe, as some people know that might follow me, uh, whether it's through fitness content, through faith content, through finance content, whatever. And so now I'm finally feeling pretty good. So I'm finally feeling pretty good. I'm thinking, hey, man, let's go. Let's do it. You know, whatever. Okay, so what am I trying to accomplish this year? Like, what am I trying to get done this season? Well, obviously, I want to turn pro. Like, obviously, I want to finish the job, and I want to turn pro. And I think I know what it's going to take to be able to do that. So later on, again, I'm going to try to do this on a weekly basis. I should be able to adhere to the schedule at least most of the time. We'll talk about cardio and weight training and all those specific things in other videos. Right now, I'm just kind of giving you guys some backstory, and I'm giving you guys some context, and then giving you guys kind of my overall goals for this for this year. At 167, 168... Again, for me personally, it was a huge accomplishment, and I never thought I could look like that. I was blown away because, I mean, I grew up. I was, I was huge. I was big. I was, I was fat. I was the fat kid in the group that everybody picked on. You know, I was made fun of like my whole childhood, and it was just a part of who I was in a, in, in a big way when I was a young kid. And so for me to actually like look at myself in those bodybuilding photos from just the last you know, four or five years, I'm, blown, I'm still blown away. I'm blown away. And relative to some other guys that get like legitimately diced and like, you know, legitimately sliced, it's like, yeah, I still have a ways to go and I understand that. But from my standpoint, it's just, it was an unbelievable accomplishment. Unbelievable accomplishment. Well, that being said, I want to turn pro this year. So if I'm going to turn pro, if I'm actually going to do it in one of these organizations and one of these natural organizations, then I'm going to have to. It's not about you know, sentimental value anymore. It's not about just my own personal story and all those kinds of things. I'm going to be up against some other guys that are trying to do the same thing. And we're all going to be objectively evaluated against each other. And so it doesn't matter that I was picked on as a kid. It doesn't matter that I was huge most of my young, you know, uh, adolescent and young adult life. None of that matters. The only thing that matters is how you look on that day. The only thing that matters is, you know, what kind of physique can you bring and present to the judges on that day. So that's all that matters. And so when I think about that, it's like, well, 167, 168 is not going to cut it. Like, I could still do well, and I could still, you know, be middle of the pack, and if it's kind of a weak showing at the show, I may be a little bit higher in terms of the numbers or whatever, but I probably won't, I won't do the deal. I won't, I won't turn pro. I think I'm probably going to need to be under 160, would be my guess. And so right now, I'm 206. Uh, it's a little fluffier than I would like to be in this point in time, but I think I'll be okay, and I'll talk about that here in a second. 
Uh, I'm thinking under 160. I'm thinking maybe as low as 155, 156. I'm not sure. I may be able to get away with 158, 159. I'm not sure. I just have to wait and see kind of how things uh, shake out as you get leaner and leaner. You really can't judge your physique until you're at a certain level of leanness. And so it's like I just took some, you know, physique shots to kind of start the the start the whole process. And I looked at him. I'm like, Ooh, man, like that's just like, that's just all you see are marshmallows. All I could see are marshmallows. That's all I could see. It's like I, that might be a bicep, but it's pretty much just a marshmallow. Like that might be, you know, a left quadricep, but it's pretty much just two marshmallows, you know, stacked on top of each other. So you know, right now you can't really tell. Like you don't really know what's going on. I don't really know what's going on. We gotta wait until we get to a certain level of leanness, which for me is probably gonna be in the 170s before I can really start to see how my physique looks and if I've made progress from you know a few years ago and all those things. So. That's kind of what I'm thinking is going to be required for me to accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish. So we'll see if we can do it. You know, I feel really good about it. I think I have a good chance at doing it. But um, that's kind of what uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking. So when it comes to how I'm going to prepare, so uh, this is kind of what I'm looking at for my preparation over the coming months and into the rest of the year, and kind of what I'm thinking about. I mean, there's the OCB show in October. And then there's the uh, AMBF show in August. I don't think I brought that up yet. But the main show that I'm gunning for, the main show that I'm gunning for is in October. And it's the OCB Pro Qualifier in Tampa. I mean, we live in St. Pete, so Tampa's like right, right down the street. So that's great. So I'm like, all right, that's going to be the one. That's going to be the main entree. That's going to be the main dish. That's the guy that I'm going to really be gunning for. OCB is a very reputable organization. And, you know, in the drug-free ranks, it's, it's, it's right up there with WMBF, I think. It might be slightly behind WMBF in terms of prestige and clout, but it's pretty good. Like, it's not just some, you know, ragtag group of dudes that just, you know, threw together an organization like last week or whatever. Like, it's definitely, it's definitely up there. And, uh, you know, anybody who's able to achieve pro status in that, organization has has done a great deal of work and everybody within the natural bodybuilding world knows that and so that's the main show that i'm looking for well the ambf crew kent beerley and and his boys are coming down to tampa in at the end of august and so i like ambf i think they do a great job of running the shows they're a little bit younger than some other shows they're a little bit younger than some other organizations so they probably don't have the street cred that wmbf or ocb has but and so they don't necessarily draw the same type of competitors to those shows but even still i don't really care because i'm doing this for me like yes i want to turn pro and yes it's all objectively evaluated but i'm all doing this for me man this is a this is a personal thing that i'm like this is really cool i really love doing this and all that kind of stuff but it's really just you know it's really just for me so whether it's ambf or OCB or whatever, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. So they're coming down at the end of August, though. So I'm kind of thinking, all right, let's do the August show, even if I'm not quite ready yet. As long as I'm maybe like low 160s, you know, some some significantly some some significantly better package than what I brought in 2017, 2019, then I'd probably go ahead and do that show. You know, try to see where I'm weak, try to see what I might need to like, you know, polish up in terms of like the final week, you know, the the uh, the uh, Prep week and those kinds of things like, you know, peak week is what I meant to say. Peak week and all those kinds of things. Prep week. Nobody calls it prep week. I've already got prep brain. I haven't even started, but I've been going, I've been prepping for 12 hours. I've already, I've already got prep brain. So anyway, peak week, I can go ahead and run through that one time and then do whatever. And then, you know, go into October and then I'll probably try to find another show too. If I really get in good shape, I'll probably want to milk it for as much as I can. And so, um, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Now, how am I going to get there? 
Well, so a couple of things. So number one, I really like how I set things up in 2017. And again, in terms of like specifics and stuff, I'll talk about that in a future video. Maybe we'll get into some of that next week. But I already knew this video was going to be long as I, you know, I haven't talked about bodybuilding competitively in four years. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm probably going to have a couple things to say. Like once that camera is on and the lights are rolling or even the lights are on and the camera's rolling, either way you want to do it, it's fine with me. I'm probably going to have a lot of things to say. I'm probably just going to like just... It's just going to all start coming out, and that's kind of what has happened. So we'll talk about the specifics later on. If you're going to follow the journey, I appreciate you. I appreciate you very much. Well, I'll get into all that later on. Right now, I'm just kind of talking, you know, bird's eye, bird's eye view. So how am I going to get there? Well, I really like how I set things up in 2017. So in 2017, I started on December 31st or January 1st or whatever, and my intention was to do a show at the end of March. I was like, all right, I'm going to get in great shape. I'm going to take, you know, 14, 15 weeks. End of or twelve weeks or whatever, and get in really good shape. And I was a little bit, I was a little bit lighter. I started at like one ninety nine, and I was like, all right, let's do twelve weeks. Let's do them really, really hard. Let's get in great shape, and let's do this show in March. Well, I, uh, what's the best way to put this? Didn't quite do what I thought I would do. <laughs> things what things took a lot longer than I thought they would, and so come time, you know, the middle of March, I was like one eighty four. So I had I was only down like 15 pounds, but I felt really good. Like I was really happy with how things went. Like, you know, I was a little bit of a bonehead here and a bonehead there. And then, you know, the progress was definitely slower than I would have liked, but I was happy with how things were going. And so I was like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do the show at the end of Mars because why would I do that? I'm not going to, I'm going to be middle of the pack. It's like, whatever. I'm like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a little bit of a break. I'm going to chill out for like a month. It was like four or five weeks. I kind of reversed it back up to maintenance and, you know, just kind of give my, uh, my body, my mind, my you know hormones a chance to chill out there for a minute, and then we started to cut again from like May until August, and that's when you know I, I scooped up the novice title and then almost turned pro in that second show there. So I really liked how I set that up though, just the basic structure, and so I'm gonna do the same thing here, although it's gonna look a little bit different, and I'll get into that here in just a second. From now until I would say you know let's call it the middle of March, sometime within March, it could be the first week, it could be the last week. I really don't know at this point. But I'm really just going to focus on, all right, let's just start chipping away. We just got to start chipping away at the sculpture. We got plenty of clay. That's not a problem. Let's start chipping away. Let's start chipping away at this sculpture. You know, one to two pounds a week should be pretty consistent and pretty sustainable. And it, it, sh it shouldn't be that hard. It should actually be very, very easy, which I'll come back to that at the very end of the, the kind of the, the show here today to talk about, you know, my number one takeaway for you guys in terms of, you know, what you can take away from this if you're not a competitive bodybuilder. Well, I'm going to go from now until March and then probably chill out for, you know, a couple of weeks. Or maybe I won't have time to chill out at all. That's fine. It doesn't matter. You know, but that's kind of my thinking. Some kind of stopping point in March for a short period of time, a month, maybe six weeks, probably not more than six weeks, probably not even more than a month. Uh, I might be lucky if I get two weeks. I don't know, whatever. I'm thinking now until March to cut the original layer of fluff off and then I go from March all the way to the end of August, March or April, depending on when I start back up, whatever, March to the end of August for that first round and then sometime in October for the second round, which is that main course. And I think that should be able to get me to where I think I need to go, somewhere between 156 and 160, let's say. If I can go from where I am now, 206, down into the mid-180s or even low-180s by the end of March, let's say, I think I should be able to do that. That's not that much. It's not that crazy. We're only talking about 20, 22, 23 pounds uh, in, you know, uh, let's see, January, February, March. Yeah, 13 weeks. 
yeah, you know, you're looking at about two pounds a week on average. Uh, you know, maybe I maybe more like mid 180s. Maybe we're more like 20 pounds. I think so. Maybe we end up doing something similar to what we did uh, last time. But the but the real benefit here is if I just think about 2017 and I think about 2023, I'm like, all right, I really liked how things went in 2017. Well, if I did the exact same thing, if I did the exact same thing, then this could all work exactly as planned. Because what's going to happen? What's going to happen is I'm going to go from where I am now. I'm starting a little bit heavier, but in the beginning, it should come off pretty easily. I'm starting a bit heavier. I go from where I am now all the way down to, let's say, 185 in March, right? I hang out for a month. I chill out. I do whatever. And then I go from April to August, and I'm 167, 168 again, right? And maybe I decide not to do that first show because I'm not, you know, quite where I was. But the show in 2017, I remember it was August. It was August 12th. And August 19th or August 11th and August 18th. So those were the two shows. So it was early in August. It wasn't late in August. It was early in August. And so or it was August 19th, August 20th. I don't know. I think it was early in the month. Well, this one's at the end of the month. So I could very easily be 162, 163 just doing the same thing. Well, here's what's really cool. I do that same thing. Let's say I do that show. Then I've got, I don't know, five or six weeks between then and October. And so then I could clean up the final couple pounds I need and then hopefully eat up into the show at the very end. So I look nice and full. I look nice and, you know, muscular and, you know, all those kinds of things. And so that's kind of what I'm hoping for when it comes to all of this. So the final thing I'm going to say uh, in terms of what I'm going to do, I don't want to do it in a lot of ways. I do not want to do it because of my ego, because of my pride, because of my hubris, like it's all there. But I know that I need a coach. I know I need a coach. Absolutely, unequivocally, there's no doubt in my mind. Because at the end, especially, anyone who's done a bodybuilding show knows, like, you start going crazy. You start doing all these mind games and playing all these tricks on yourself, and it just gets really, really difficult to manage on your own without an objective eye. And I've done it for so long. I mean, I've done it for 20 years all by myself. And I'm really proud of what I've been able to do on my own. And I would love to be able to say, you know, yeah, I did it all my own. I did it all on my own. Like I'm going to turn pro. I did it, you know, self-coast, blah, 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 blah. Maybe I could do that. But I'm just like, man, I need to swallow my pride. I need to just set my ego aside. And I need to, I need to bring somebody into the mix. And I've got a couple guys that I'm thinking about. And I'll get into that later on in future videos. But let me bring some guys into the mix or one guy into the mix that's done what I'm trying to do, that's been where I'm trying to go, and that's going to help me immensely. And so now, not only is it not only, you know, not only am I going to get all this help, not only am I going to get all this assistance, not only is it going to be easier, but man, I think it's going to be more fun. I think it's going to be more fun. I think there's going to be, you know, I'll be able to, you know, make probably a really good friend within the, you know, bodybuilding ranks, which is generally a pretty lonely sport. Like Autumn's amazing. Like my wife is absolutely amazing, but there's certain things she doesn't get it. She's never been out there on stage. I mean, she's been with me backstage, of course, many times, but it's just different when you're out there. It's just different when you're going through all the things. And so to have somebody to share that with and have somebody to go through the experience with, I think would be really, really valuable to me. So it's not even about like, can I do it? Like all those kinds of things. It's like, man, I've already done it. Like, sure, I haven't turned pro and all those things. But I mean, 2017, we did really well. 2019, I was even a bit leaner. So it's like, man, put that all aside. That's all garbage. That's all junk. Just get out of your own way and hire this coach. Well, that's what I'm thinking. But I still got to give the ego at least a little chance to flex and so I'm going to wait until March, April, May to bring a coach on board. I'm going to, I want to do this first part on my own. And so, you know, I, maybe this is still my ego talking. Maybe this is still my pride 
getting in the way. I should probably bring in the coach right now from day one. But it still is very, it's so valuable to me. And maybe this is just my own personal story. I'm, I'd be willing to bet a lot of bodybuilders feel similarly to this. But, you know, having come from the childhood and the young adulthood that I experienced, it's just incredibly rewarding for me to be able to kind of, you know, be the governor of the, uh, of the mansion, kind of be the captain of the ship, call the shots, and then have all the, you know, have all the work to show for it in the end. That's just really, really cool for me to be able to say to, you know, not even say to other people, say to myself. Because, again, this is it's my own thing, right? It's not, it's not about other people. It's not about comparing myself to other people. It's not about that at all. It's just about me. But to, for me to be able to look back on my body of work, you know, over my career and especially lately or even in a given prep, even if I get gorilla smacked at the end, it doesn't matter. For me to look back on what I, what I did, I'm like, man, that's cool. That's so cool. And so I think now it's time for me to, you know, do this a different way. I heard, I heard a really good quote. I think this was like an African proverb or something like that. We're getting at 30 minutes. Yeah, we got to wrap this thing up, man. I think this was an African proverb or something like that, but it was, it was the following. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I'm like, man, that's really good. That's really good. And I think that that is going to be what I need to hear right now. And so I'm kind of doing a bit of a hybrid. I'm kind of doing a bit of a blend. And so I'm going to take the first few months myself and try to get myself in, uh, you know, in a decent uh, enough spot to bring a coach on board and then say, all right, you know, here's what we're working with. And, you know, here's, here's the remaining amount of clay that we need to sculpt off, to sculpt off together. And so let's do this thing. Let's bring this thing home and let's see what we got, uh, you know, in the tank here in the end. So this is uh, week one, episode one. We did it. I think it went, I think it went reasonably okay. You know, I think it went, uh, I think it went. I think it went okay for a stream of consciousness type of episode. So if you're watching on YouTube, hey, that's amazing. If you're watching on the podcast or listening on the podcast, that's also amazing. But let me give you guys one final little takeaway. For those of you that made it to the very end, nobody's going to hear this because nobody's still around. But just in case somebody accidentally clicks until the end of the stream, here's the best piece of advice that I could give you. And maybe I'll try to give you guys a takeaway at the end of each one of these guys. I don't know. If you're just getting started, and a lot of people, a lot of people will be. I mean, it's January 1, it's New Year's resolutions, it's all that stuff, right? If you're just getting started, here's the best piece of advice that I can give you. Right now, if you've got 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds to lose, whatever, just some significant amount of weight that you're trying to lose and get in really good shape, what you have to recognize is that relatively speaking, it's not going to take very much effort to make significant progress. And you need to tap into that in a big way right now. You need to slow yourself down. I know you're excited. I know the euphoria has hit and you're ready to go and you're rearing and you're, you're like, man, I'm going to finally do it this year. All those things. Well, let me tell you from someone that's been to the end of the road several times now, boys to men style, it's going to get very hard. It's going to get extremely hard at the very end. There is going to come a point where you're not going to be able to coast anymore on just doing a little bit of work and getting a good amount of progress. That's going to fade away at some point. So the, 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 the more you can take advantage of that right now, the more you can tap into not having to do very much and yet still make progress right now, the easier it's going to be for you later and the more progress you're going to be able to make later. And so you need to really harness this, this unique situation that you are in. Right? Don't try to lose a ton of weight early on because you're making it unnecessarily hard on yourself. And that is the number one reason why people quit. That is the number one reason why a lot of people just fade away after a week or two weeks or a month or whatever. Is it gets too hard. It gets too hard. And a lot of the reason why it got too hard is because they started too hard. 
And so right now, you probably don't have to do very much to make a little bit of progress, whether that's a little bit of weight training, whether that's a little bit of walking, whether that's just tightening up your nutrition a little bit, tracking what you eat, whatever, however you want to do it. There's a million ways to do it. Take advantage of the fact that you don't have to do very much right now and you can make a good amount of progress. So that's it, man. That's it. Week one is up and running. So here we go. I'll probably be back next weekend to update you guys on how the first week of the unofficial official start of prep was. And so I will see you guys then.